Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Battle of the Bouts 2 review show right here on channelattitude.com. Hey, and we're back. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Battle of the Belts 2 Uncaged Edition. I'm your host, Jimmy T, and my co-host doesn't even need an introduction at this point. Seriously, you've heard him all week. You've heard him on the PwC Network, on on channelattitude.com. You've heard him practically everywhere. Dr. Jeff Lipman, the gunner of Doom himself. Welcome back to the show, man. How's things? I haven't slept in 10 days. Jimmy keeps making me do podcasts. Okay, so folks, first you need to understand that the reason you're seeing me do this is because Jimmy's microphone is muted and we needed to resort to hand signals. So it's not like I was booing you or the show. And thumbs up meant that the that his microphone was unmuted. Uh, there's some technical issue with it on his side of things. Um, also, that totally transformative work introduction Definitely transformative and not violative of any copyright laws. Uh, definitely needs to be updated because there was a lot of Cody there. But it really made AW okay. seem a lot more exciting than the actual action often is. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, well, that was a, an older introduction that Jago made himself, actually, for when we were supposed to do Battle of the Belts review show, the first one. But for whatever reason, we didn't get a chance to review it in the end. I can't remember why. Well, there was some blonde so, guy that was featured on a lot. I don't know who that is, but I don't think they're in AEW. <laughs> That's funny, man. Well, speaking of AEW, mm-hmm. we've had three nights pretty much in a row of AEW other than what? Friday? No, we did have Friday. Other than Thursday. So other I, than don't Thursday know, I don't know right. what days you have in your continent. Well, we're a day ahead. So when Dynamite's on live for you guys on a Wednesday night, it is Thursday morning now here and you know what that means you know what that means it's dynamite and bangers and mash and bangers and (laughs) definitely bangers and mash at that time in the morning i hate it because with daylight savings man you know dynamite or whatever wrestling show will usually start at 12 noon 
but because of daylight savings and the times going back or forward, depending on where you are, now I, you know it's on at 10 a.m. And soon, once you guys roll your clocks forward or is it back? Sorry, because of daylight savings, it's going to be starting at 9 a.m., which is even worse. We got it. You love Putin, okay, Putin? We understand. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was a fan of Putin's at one stage, but. Not so much anymore. Not so much anymore, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Well, let's get into some Battle of the Belts, Jeff. This was kind of an... It was a kind of an underwhelming kind of show, to be fair. Now, I heard... I saw a lot of people shitting on Sammy Guevara and uh, what's his name? Scorpio Sky for the TNT Championship. I actually felt that this was the best match of the night. I don't think people were shitting on it because of the match itself. I mean, I think that first, Sammy and, and Ty, people are really sick of them. And I, I think that we as an audience have not yet figured out whether or not people are sick on them and they're still trying to make them faces or whether they're actually, they, they're aware of it and they're, they're leaning into the heel thing. And it's, you know, usually the booking tells you, but it's confusing because although Sammy won with a nut shot, I mean, they're still facing heels, you know, including Dan Lambert, the the consummate, you know, the Jim Cornette stand-in, the anti-AEW guy, and Paige Van Zandt and and other heels. Uh, The other thing is that Scorpio Sky was one of the first African-American champions. It it was, you know, seemingly part of Tony Khan's, you know, awareness tour of trying to remedy, you know, it being a mostly white and to an extent Latin title holder promotion. and it turned out to be a very short title reign. And Sammy Guevara, who is not that popular right now and has had some problems in the past, is now a three-time champion, joining Cody as a three-time champion, um, which I don't think is a coincidence. Uh, but I think that's uh, no, what it is. It, it was mostly like, why does anyone need to be a three-time champion when you have you know, probably 24 other top mid-card guys who, who deserve to be featured? So why is it this guy again? And you know, we're sick of them. So I think it's a combination of those factors more than the match yourself. Yes, technically, the, the, yeah, th- this was the cleanest match of them all. It was. It definitely was. But I don't agree with the outcome. I'm actually quite surprised that Scorpio Sky had such a short run because I felt like he shouldn't have lost the belt yet. I actually like him as TNT champion. He brings a swagger to the table, if you know what I'm saying. He looks like he really takes shit serious. Because before that, he was a joke, really, right? I mean, think about it. He pretty uh, much well, was I, a joke. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. And yeah, the title reign was short. But as far as a swagger, I don't know. It almost feels like he, he almost feels like the minor league version of Swerve now already. And, oh. you know, that, that's a mistake when you bring in so many characters. And there's only so many characters in wrestling without, you know, going down the Abaddon, you know, vein. And we really haven't seen Abaddon either. Um, which is Thank good. God. She's not. A, she's not very right. wrestler. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I think that he probably could have and should have had a, a longer reign. But I guess one thing we can't say is that the, is that they didn't put the younger guy over the older guy. I mean, Scorpio Sky just turned what thirty nine. We we talked about this before, and Sammy Guevara right, is right. twenty eight. Um, I don't know. I, I I'm I'm assuming that that they're setting this up so that you know. I mean, I'll probably be face Darby Allen that that either takes the belt from Sammy Guevara or if they keep insisting as a face, then it'll be heel Andrade that takes the bet. So hopefully Sammy is 
now going to be a transitional TNT champion, but I mean, almost all TNT champions have been transitional, except for like Miro is the only one that, that had like a significant run of and more Cody. than like three or four months. And Cody, though. Did he? I, I can't I, I can't remember the timeline. Like Cody had the belt three times, but I, I feel like when he first got up to losing it to Brody Lee was only like five months. Something like that. Look, I, look, I'm pretty sure he had a decent run. I can't give you the exact estimate, the time estimate, but I'm pretty sure it was a decent run. But anyway. Well, you have a promotion that's been on TV for only two and a half years, and the TNT title didn't start with episode one. So, I mean, you know, I think Miro had like a six or seven month run. That was probably the longest one. But Was it really that long? I, I don't think it was that long, was it? I, I'm probably wrong. Somebody, Somebody can look it up. It felt like it was a pretty long time, but... Since since after he lost it, he did nothing, and and since before he lost it, he did crap. I mean, you know, I think he's he's sort of been sort of lost. It's like a Mandela effect. It's like the Baron Stain Bears versus Baron Stain. Right. Was Miro ever really champion? <laughs> it feels like that. Was Miro even in AEW? Yeah, or did he die in a South African prison? <laughs> we may never know. <laughs> like Nelson Mandela. <laughs> right. Good, good one. That was a good one, actually. <laughs> well, anyway. Sammy Guevara gets the win. Like I said, I, I don't even understand why. All this is going to do is give more heat to him. Unless they're transitioning into a heel character, this is all it's going to do is bring more go-away heat. Am I wrong in saying that, Jeff? I think you're entirely right. And if this is by design, that I'm, I'm okay with it. I just don't understand the continued interplay with America's top team because you're not turning them face. Uh, and, and we know that that's happening because... Tay and Paige Van Zandt, Van Zandt went at it at the end of this match, towards the ends of it. Uh, by the way, I think it's noteworthy that Ethan Page, who was not a participant in this match, somehow ended up needing stitches, and his eye was yeah, all bloodied right. up. So somehow AEW managed to have an injury of someone who was not in the match. So, hey, that, that, that's new to me. <laughs> yeah, well, it's typical. I think it was from the spot where Sammy Guevara jumped off the top turnbuckle onto the floor if you remember, he kind of went face first onto the floor, funny mm -hmm. enough. But I think his knee hit um, Ethan Page right in the face or on the forehead, should I say. And it was right, it was right above his right eye, and his right eye was right, full right. of blood. I mean, that was that you could tell that's real blood and, and hard way. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it happened in, in one of those segments there. Um, luckily, when Sammy hits his head, his hair is so has so much glue and wax in it that, 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 that he's impenetrable. 100% man and uh, like I said I don't know where we go from here with men of the year do they do transition back into tag teams again I don't know where do we go every from here these I, well yeah I there's have, that too I have no idea I mean if I didn't think I knew the, the culture of AW which let's let's face it we you know we, we cannot I mean Tony Khan is mercurial but one of the things he, he tends to do is keep more talent than not, but we are seeing some attrition there. Some notable like Cody, but most, you know, like Marco Stunt for six months has been reported not being renewed. Uh, Joey, now, I mean, usually it's, it's at the edges, but are they going to renew Scorpio Sky, who was one of the originals? I mean, is is, is his time come and gone? Um, I, you know, I don't know. I doubt it. I think they'll, they'll probably hold on to him, but Maybe not. Will they throw them, you know, maybe they throw men of the year into Ring of Honor. And that's someplace where they can sort of start fresh. But nobody knows. No, Will they go into tag team? Okay, there's 24 other tag teams. All right. Well, 
I don't think uh, TK will not re-sign Scorpio Sky. I think he's a good talent, let's be honest, right? He's he's pretty much a Mr. Fix-It. You, you know, he can pretty much do anything. He can be a heel, he can be a face, he can be serious, he can be funny. I mean, he's pretty, like, well-rounded, but I just don't like how he just had this stupid short-ass run, man. But it is what it is, whatever. The Later on, he's going to be out of this title picture, and and the next not, title contender is right. not going to be Ethan Page. I mean, I don't. These guys are, you know, I hate to keep stealing MJF's line, but these guys are exactly mid, not because of their talent or anything like Oof. that, just because like like neither one of them, like both of them, have something, but neither one of them have enough of it, which includes politics and friends in the company to ever be top car guys, like. Even though Starks is mid right now or Swerve is mid right now, I could still see them being featured for some amount of time. I just don't ever see that happening for Men of the Year any, anymore. And I still don't understand when Lance Archer works with Dan Lambert or vice versa and when they don't. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I mean, is he part of Dan Lambert's America Top Team, whatever, if, if that's what the actual – <laughs> like stable is called, even Talk though it's about MMA a guy that might be non-renewed. I mean, Lance Archer. I mean, I mean, it was we made that's, it. That's tragic. On one of our jokes, didn't we? On one of our shows, didn't I make the joke that he had his his title match? He lost, and you know, and now we won't see him for three or four months. Well, we saw him in a in a thing with Dustin, and Dustin made mention of him. So I guess there's they're going to continue a feud with Lance Archer and Dustin Rhodes. I mean, Ooh. what what does that do for anyone? You're right. What does it do for anyone? And you did mention that. I'm not sure if it was on any of our shows or your shows, but Chris and I also said the same thing, man. Once he loses that match to Hangman Page, he will be out of the picture. And that's exactly where Lance Archer is, out of the picture. Well, that's why we are three of the four pillows of wrestling podcasting. That's right. Shout out to Michael Jago, man. We miss you and hurry up and get back already. <laughs> Jeez, man. Yeah, seriously. But... um. Talk about upward mobility, really crimping my style. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let's cue in Paige Van Zant, Jeff, because she comes in the brawl with Conti, which is enough for Gravara to hit the sky low. The GTH gives Gravara the pin and the title at 12.42. That's how long the match went. It should have gone a little bit shorter, in my opinion. It ended with a schmoz. But like we both said, it is what it is. And Sammy Gravara is your new AWTNT. Nothing Champion. says love like taking advantage of the love of your life being attacked by an MMA fighter and taking right. that time to low blow somebody. So, okay. Well, speaking to them too, actually, they look like they were going pretty fucking hard for, for females, man. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I lost focus for a moment. Can't, can't, can't imagine <laughs> why. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. Neither one of them can punch. Neither one of them can throw a fake punch. Yeah, well, that's true. Well, uh, but uh, but Paige Van Zant has got way more upright though, like, uh, well, upside. upside you sorry, mean? Should I say it? right upside? I, then uh, Ty Conti ever will, in my yeah, opinion. I, I remember when Ty Conti got released from NXT. Everyone thought it was a shame that she had so much talent. Not and then me. She came at AEW <laughs> after the first year. She she had notably approved, improved. Uh, unfortunately, after that first year, she has notably regressed. And you know, I don't know. I don't know if that's on her. I don't know if that's the AEW schedule. I don't know if that's AEW schedule and her not practicing. 
um, or wh whatever the case was. But she got better and then got worse, which is not, I mean, same thing for Baker. She got much better, then she got worse again. Um, and there's been others. So I don't know, but I agree. Paige Van Zandt has a ton more upside. She's got the legit background. She's great looking. Um, Ty Conti's good looking too, but, but Paige Van Zandt is great looking. And, uh, you know, they both have legit fighting backgrounds, but I don't know. Uh, martial arts versus MMA. MMA has a better success rate in American wrestling anyway than, than pure martial arts, especially some of the more, you know, like Brazilian jiu-jitsu. It's, it's not exactly the same as like, you know, ninjutsu or whatever. <laughs> right. I agree 100%. Well, let's move on to match number two, Jeff. And it's for the Ring of Honor world title between Dalton Castle and the boys, they're back. The original boys are back. Yeah, the Jonathan original Grisham. Boys. Yes, good. the original boys are back. I was surprised. Weren't they in NXT just like two weeks ago? They were, but maybe they were just appearance talents. Uh, you know, so I, who knows? I, I thought they were with NXT too, but I don't think they were released. Maybe their contracts expired and nobody reported, or maybe they were just on per appearance. But whatever it is, good. it was good to see the original boys back. That definitely the whatever the replacements were never made it. He came down with four guys, but it was the original boys back there. And sadly, neither Dalton Castle nor Jonathan Gresham got any response from the AEW live crowd. It was, you could hear, you could you could hear frogs croaking. Actually, look, there was a slight Dalton Castle chant. It was very very light, but still mm -hmm. I heard it. But yeah, you're no, right. It was cringe. It was it was, it was underwhelming. And Jonathan Gresham. If you don't see any other human being around him, looks really impressive. But he's basically pocket Hercules. He's he's Pocules. Um, <laughs> Pocules, I like it. Uh, I mean, he's he's like three inches shorter than the ref, and refs are usually pretty short, so the wrestlers look bigger. Uh, and people think that Jonathan Gresham is a technical whiz and wrestler, and he is, but he's short, so it makes it difficult for it to you know to get his moves around a lot of people. But Dalton Castle isn't one of those giants. I mean, he's a he's you know he's a he's a stout guy, but he's not giant. This was not a crisp match. I mean, I'm not sure if both these guys were like you know had uh, stage fright because they haven't been in front of a crowd of this size ever or since the New Japan show in Madison Square Garden. Right, right. But like it's they both seem to be off. And by the way, Gresham at some point, whether it's during this match or the aftermatch scrum. 50-50 as to where it is at this point, but he was concussed, so he also got injured in, in this match. Absolutely, man. And uh, Grisham gets the win, as as we would probably predict. Yeah. It is what it is. It was, they, what was pretty bad. they match. announced that he was all elite, I mean, why do they spoil the, the, the results? I mean, that was the one match that was the, the – I mean, that was a match where the, the result was unpredictable, mostly because – we don't know what Dalton Castle status is with AEW Ring of Honor, and we didn't know what Gresham's was. All we knew about Gresham is he he's appears on the active roster page of Impact. So why announce he's all elite and spoil the ending? I mean, granted, right, the, right. the results were spoiled the night before by uh, by the internet, but I, I don't know. If you didn't pay attention to the internet and heard that Jonathan Gresham was signed, you're like, well, that, that settles that. Well, actually, it was announced that he was signed a long time ago now. And even Dalton Castle, if you remember initially uh, when Ring of Honor sort of uh, went belly up, if you want to call it that, when they decided to stop all their shows moving forward, right, before TK mm -hmm. bought it, all these contracts went friggin', you know, out of, like all these guys went out of contract 
And I'm pretty sure in the group of those guys that AEW signed, Dalton Castle was definitely in that group. No. I can't remember you, if Christian was you, or not. You are still Dalton going by was. the list, and we covered it on this very show together, you and I, that that list was fake. Nobody was signed well, at that time. Well, a lot of them, a lot of the that list though is currently did, you know, did sign no, with uh, no. AEW. Only one. Mean? Danhausen was one of them. Yeah, for Dan example, Danhausen and Jay Lethal signed. Jay Lethal, Dalton mm-hmm. Castle was in that list as Dalton well. Dalton Castle. There has been no announcement that Dalton Castle is all elite. Jonathan Gresham is all elite. It was first published yesterday. There's been lots of talk of him being backstage and of him being in talks. Um, the only other one was Brody King. There were plenty of people. Oh, yes, on and that he list. was signed too. Yes, we know, but they were. Pl- I'm not sure if he was on that list, but there were plenty of people on the list. The Briscoes were signed. Well, no, they're not. They're banned from. Well, being yeah, signed. that's true. That, that one was uh, signed. Not signed. Mike Bennett was signed. Not signed. I mean, well, Matt Taven is signed with Impact now, right? Yeah, but the point is, these people were on this list that you're still referring to as if it was fact. It was fiction. Somebody made it up. Oh well, yeah, I guess you're right. But um, I wasn't saying right that it was right fact. Now. I'm just saying that, ironically, a lot of them were part of that list. But whatever the Unfortunately, case. Unfortunately, it's not a, like maybe it's 14%. Now, oh, maybe, maybe after a year comes and goes, maybe there, maybe some people will be, you know, that maybe they'll supplement it. But they, you know, they've signed some outside people like uh, Tio Leone and apparently uh, Samat or Sagmat Singh. Uh, you know, they've, you know, it looks like J- Samoa Joe coming from the outside will be there. Brian Cage looks like he's clearly a sign there. They signed Khan from Soldiers of Savagery and Shane Taylor Promotions, but not the rest of Shane Taylor Promotions. Um, you know, so, you know, FTR has the Ring of Honor titles. Wheel of Yuta has a Ring of Honor. I mean, there's going to be a lot of cross-pollination. And, and Tony Khan said, they said that most of the people you associate with Ring of Honor are not in the immediate plans for Ring of Honor. Most of the Ring of Honor roster is going to be uh, populated by existing AEW relationship talent. Apparently so. We'll see what happens. Anyway, Grisham gets the win via octopus submission. Grisham. 10 minutes and 30 seconds. Grisham, Grisham, whatever Grisham the fuck writes, you want to call him. Grisham writes true crime novels. <laughs> oh, whatever, man. He wins in 10 minutes and 30 seconds. Like I said, not the best match, not the best showcase for a Ring of Honor match. Nevertheless, it was fun seeing Dalton Castle as per usual and the boys. I just wish they used his original Ring of Honor theme. You know, the Queen ripoff. Sure. Yeah, that, that, that'd be fun. But, you know, maybe they couldn't. I don't, I, I don't know why. They Except, should be able to get all the assets. Right. But you know what song it seems like he's using? It's like a ripoff of Hungry Eyes. I honestly didn't. I was just trying to listen for crowd reaction, which there wasn't one, but I never pivoted to the song because, like, I was wondering if they were piping in music. Like, I was trying to tune out the music to try and hear crowd right, reaction. Right, right. I'll pay more well, attention that's... next time if there is a next time. Well, it, it kind of reminds me of Hungry Eyes, you know, the Hungry Eyes and that ding ding in the background. Maybe, Except maybe it's obviously Sinclair licensed music, and maybe they didn't want to use Sinclair licensed music, and maybe that's a clue that they are not maybe. planning to hire Dalton Castle, or maybe they want their own music that they want to build a like a WWE like library of of AEW music. So I don't know. I it, it it could be either of those things. It could be nothing. Who who knows? Well, anyway, respect is shown post match, but here are Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and your man Jeff. Satnam Singh Satnam to interrupt. Singh. 
Singh double choke slams the boys, and there's lethal injection to Grisham. Singh goes after Grisham, so here is Lee Moriarty, Jeff, for whatever reason, for here's a failed save attempt. Right. The injured Matt Sidella also gets in the ring, and he's beaten down as well, but Samoa Joe makes the save with a lead pipe. This feels very, very WWE, Jeff, or am I saying things? Well, yeah, but all, I mean, all wrestling is rerun, so I'm not going to criticize that. And I guess they're they're continuing with the with the giant. Fine, invest in the giant. That's fine. But it's funny because on one of the, I mean, we we did like ten shows within the last ten days, you and I. But in one of them, we, there was like a discussion: Why is Matt Seidel around, and where's Matt right, Seidel? Right, well, right. Here he is on crutches. So there was Matt Seidel. <laughs> Lee Moriarty is still tethered to him. I found it interesting. They found something to do with him because way back when, when Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson and John Moxley were first talking that they identified Wheeler Yuta, Daniel Garcia, and Lee Moriarty. And now it seems like they found things for all three of these guys, whether or not you like these guys, or you think they're stars of the future or stars of the present or people to push or not. At least they found something for all three of them in some sort of, featured storyline in their show so yes kudos for that whatever you think of them i'm not going to editorialize further but yeah this this was i mean the lethal injection by jay lethal was great because he sort of tapped gresham on the side it, it was sort of like he made him look the other way but lethal positioned himself to do the the lethal injection sort of caught him by surprise which is great because gresham and lethal have been working together for so long as teammates as rivals as best friends as enemies i'm pretty sure they're very close friends in per in Real oh, life, so that was great. I'm pretty sure that's not where he got concussed. Um, the stuff with Lee Moriarty, it just seems sort of out of nowhere. Um, but it sure did. But Jay Lethal was put into a out of nowhere match against Lee Moriarty at Supercard of Honor, so I guess it's related that way. It's something for Matt Seidel to be involved with while he's injured. I don't know where that leaves Mike Seidel. I'm not going to pretend I really care, I'm just curious. If he's Most gone, if he's not renewed, if he was, if he was appearance talent, whatever, you know, yeah, this, this is a little, this was a little silly, you know, but you know, Samoa Joe, after taking the, you know, being at the receiving end of a beating, you know, sort of chased everyone out and, and got his, you know, his mojo back, his swag. So this was, this was fine. I, I hope that Gresham isn't concussed or if it is, it's not, if he is, it's not serious. Um, and he retained the Ring of Honor title, and Joe and Gresham like sort of did high fives with their Ring of Honor titles, and they held them back up. And all I thought is that the TV title looks so much better than than the world title. It actually does. It's so true, man. Especially that original Ring of Honor World Championship. I, uh, it, it's it's like someone got a silver plate, put it on the friggin' leather belt, <laughs> and literally, and fucking spray painted paint all over it with ROH. I mean. Do you do you think that Bandito is on the land because he doesn't want to give up the belt, or do you think that he <laughs> had to give it up at the at the the Supercard of Honor show? You've got you make an interesting point, actually. Maybe hence why he's he is a bandit. He's a bandit for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Maybe he doesn't want to give it up. I bet he snuck Maybe out of that building it. with the with the championship. One hundred percent. I I totally agree. Why would Gresham be using the original Ring of Honor World Title? right now i have no idea but i just think that it's great that that bandito is actually a bandit i'm, I'm gonna stick with it <laughs> i'm gonna stick with this until it's proven otherwise 
<laughs> I agree. Someone should make a meme of him like running off with the Ring of Honor World Title because it would be funny. Hence, him being a bandit, right? So, someone, I mean, someone that sounds that sounds like you. No, <laughs> come on now. Shout out to Bandito, though, man. Why Hopefully, someone who can like do things with like Photoshop and technical and things not like me, that. Not me, not that, me. That, that's D. That's good. Well, with tell Photoshop. her to shut the hell up and get to work on it. <laughs> I'm good with the video and audio, could, man. Could but put Bandito's head like on Swiper the Fox and put a little Ring of Honor belt <laughs> in his arms. <laughs> or you know what? I'll tell her. Oh, that'd be because awesome. she would make it look really good. That's the thing. She would definitely make it look pretty awesome. But you'll we'll see. I, I, we'll I, see. Will, I will consult with her on it, and then she can also teach me how tell to upload shows on the PWC. Yeah, well, absolutely. Well, anyway, we move on to the main event, Jeff. Everyone's favorite <laughs> female wrestler right now in AEW in Thunder Rosa defending her AEW Women's Championship against... Don't say it. Don't say it. Okay, fine. Nyla Rose. I was going to say it. I won't. No Vicky Guerrero. Where, where's Vicky Guerrero? <laughs> right. I guess the... I don't know. I guess what Nyla Rose did on Dynamite this past Wednesday has sent her to the sidelines, dude. They they literally pay her to be a manager for, for someone, and they don't they can't even make the time to show up for a title match. I mean, that pretty much tells you right there that she's not winning. Not that we thought that she was going to, <clears> but when she shows up without her manager, <laughs> I mean, it's guaranteed that there's not going to be a title change. These little, yeah, little that, things about AW that drive me crazy. Right, exactly. And it just seems so unorganized, dude. Like, I felt like this show was very unorganized and it was just put together on the day. I guarantee mm -hmm. it. I mean, were they really planning Gresham against Castle, for example? I hardly doubt that. And as far as Thunder Rosa and Nyla Rose go, I mean, Nyla Rose has lost weight, I must admit. Mm -hmm. She looks well, better than usual, except... You, you like that hair. You like those purple locks, No, right? no, no. Fuck it. I'm going to be straight up about it. She looks more like a man right now with the weight loss, in my opinion. Ah, I see. Um, well, did you hear Tony going on and on about the, the new hairdo and how he thought that the, the purple locks were getting in the way and that it's really affecting, that she keeps having to move her hair out of her face? Like, that doesn't happen to other women. And, like, the other announcers <laughs> are basically trying in, in any way other than to say, shut up, Tony. They're trying to say, shut yeah. up, Tony. He just keeps going on and on about it. I feel like he wants to say the truth, right, Shivani? He wants to come out with it, but he just, you know, he won't. So he starts doing all that shit just to sort of, you would, know, would pop you the, the other commentators. Shut the hell up, T. <laughs> Well, I love Shivani, man. You know what I mean? I think I do like the pairing, well, the threesome of Excalibur, Taz, and Shivani. I think them no, three. No one wants to know what kind of threesomes together. turn you on. Uh -huh. Without, without interest. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, you know, I, I go and. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> anyway, Thunder Rosa gets the win. I love how they continue to say she's from Mexico when she's actually born in San Antonio, Texas. Not from the where from the underground of Tijuana, whatever the fuck they say. I mean, come on, man. Like seriously. I don't know. All I know is this match was pretty awful. Pretty awful. And I feel like Thunder Rose's run right now is pretty awful. Now I don't know if it's her fault or it's TK's fault. I I'm leaning towards TK because look at the way they've they've actually booked it. They've booked it like shit since she's won the championship. Well, Nyla Rose and Lance Archer are the equivalent of each other. I mean, each of them does mostly nothing in, in for spurts, 
and then attacks a new champion from behind and gets a title match. So you know what's going to happen. It's the same story. Then they're both treated the same way. And it's just so what's what's the interest level? And, and, and listen, I don't without getting into the issue of trans and that that kind of thing. I, I just don't think that 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 many people are that behind Nyla Rose. Be, even though it's not real sport, I just think that people still somehow they like to believe wrestling is real. So there's sort of like an inherent unfairness about it. I agree, and and the thing is, look, I don't feel that way. Like what what you just said, I don't. But I'll fake, so it does it's acting, you right? But I still consider it a sport though, because it's very athletic. You know what I mean? There is a lot more competition than you'd like to think. Sure, everything's predetermined, but to tell me that there's no competition amongst you know peers, come on now. Well, the competition should be at being better at your job and getting more over with the crowd. And she doesn't have much of a personality. They gave her Vicky Guerrero. Right. But Vicky Guerrero, again, we discussed this last week. There's no nostalgia for Vicky Guerrero, and she's really irritating. And she doesn't show up, apparently, at the airport. Listen, maybe it was Easter weekend, and she had plans, and Tony Khan respected maybe. that. If that was the case, he should have known that three weeks ago and not put Nyla Rose in this position. He has an entire roster full of wrestlers who aren't doing anything, especially on the women's side. I mean, I'm not saying that Diamante's done anything to deserve the title, but why couldn't it have been her that attacked? Or why couldn't it have been... I, I, I don't know who, who's who's the who's the bad guy? Who's Layla Hirsch? I mean, I don't want to see her title match, but... She's injured, she, isn't she? <laughs> is she injured already? She got injured, right. Yes, yes, she got injured. Okay, well, there, there's a whole bevy. It could have been, it could have been um, Ruby Soho. Maybe, maybe she's tired of not being used, and she and Thunder Rosa. <laughs> you get all the, the light around here. You're not the, you're not the only Vera Vera or whatever Mera Vera around here. Whatever. <laughs> it, anyway, they could have put anyone else in this this story who was available. I agree. I agree. And I bet you, if they want Nyla Rose to go over, right? Mm-hmm. I hate to say this again, but they should make a. Like if she was acting like a guy in a way, taking out all the women in the in the women division, mm-hmm. right? I think that would get over. Except, you that, know what I mean? Except that who are you going to believe can beat her? I mean, what are you going to hire Nia Jax just to be the the the, <laughs> hey, the, the, the bigger body, or you know, is it going to be Jade Cargill? Well, they're both heels. Anyway, I, I think that doesn't I, matter. That doesn't matter in AEW, Jeff. Come on now, you know that. Well, that's true. Um, yeah. I mean. Maybe Dean, she's a bad guy. What does she need to always be dealing with Sheeta for? I mean, you know, she's a heel. Well, she's I know right. Challenge. right, because let's be honest, it's pretty much Deeb and the rest of the roster. Well, okay, look, it's Deeb, Storm, Sheeta, Britt Baker. That's pretty much it. That that can actually work in the ring. Yeah. Well, why couldn't it have been Mercedes Martinez? She comes in. Oh. I'm the Ring of Honor interim championship. You know what? I don't like that interim, mm-hmm. but I am a champion. I challenge you. There's going to be no interim about that, and it's going to be Mercedes two belts. Well, where has she been since she's won the interim Ring of Honor Women's Championship anyway, Jeff? Where has anyone been? I mean, I guess she didn't make it to the baddie section this week. So, <laughs> Well, Kara Hogan and, um, and uh, Red Velvet did. Shout out to them. Get getting on TV, getting those TV appearance paydays. I mean, oh they, they should have put on fake mustaches so nobody recognized them. Oh, it's man, it's so cringe seeing them in the baddie section. Honestly, dude, it's, it was so stupid. Just, uh, I mean, it's so. I mean, pick, put in. The, the, 
nobody would know who Sky Blue was. I mean, just, it's just they put on Chris Statlander without her face makeup. Nobody would know who she was. Put on put an Abaddon without her zombie makeup. Nobody would know who yeah. she was. Just I mean, she's disgusting. It, it was whatever. It's just it's just uh, I don't know. It was just so dumb. Don't tell me there's not you know they they couldn't have hired local models or local know, dancers I, from a club. Just put them in there. Or, or, lo or local hookers from the corner. <laughs> well, it, was it was Garland, Texas. I don't want to see what the <laughs> looked like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would have been hysterical if they went looking for that uh, and someone got arrested. They said, "Listen, we weren't soliciting <laughs> them for sex; we were hiring them to to be baddies in our wrestling show." Without that, <laughs> literally, though, baddies. That that, that that would have been awesome. That would have been amazing. Oh um, man, if that actually happened. I that no, I don't know that much can make me happier than that in this low impact world. Oh, absolutely, I totally agree with you, man. Well, like we said, Thunder Rosa gets the win and retains her AEW Women's Championship. And Jeff, I don't think there's not much, there's anything really else to talk about, man. I think this is just a quick rundown of Battle of the Bouts too, because really it was pretty uneventful anyway, Jeff. Yeah, I was I was trying to to extend this out to to be an hour show, but it looks like we can't do Me it. Too. Um, uh, there's no way we can do it now. Easter fall fallout, the the thorn of crowns around out of Cole being literally sacrificed uh, at a Texas death match, or do we not care about that? Well, we'll talk about that on the blow-off, actually, Jeff, because oh. that's more for that show. You know what I'm saying? Whereas this is strictly for Battle of the Belts. Right. So that, right. that And look, that's fine. It's only a quick sort of 40 minutes of, of a Battle quick show. Battle of the Belts 2. Can you wait Battle for Battle of the Belts 3? Can you wait for 3? Is there even a Battle of the Belts 3 announced yet? No, but they... I mean, we know that the, the Warner Network, they signed, they, they got four... Saturday events during the course of the year. So I'm I'm assuming that that'll happen probably about a month and a half between after the next pay-per-view before the the one, you know. What's the next one called? Is it, is it are we up to all out next? Uh or the double or nothing. No, double or nothing is next. So it'll be between double or nothing and I guess all out is the one after that, right? Or do they all still out call is it after fight, that? Fight October. I think all out is in October. Fighter Fest has become just a special dynamite now, pretty no, much. F full Gear is the November pay-per-view. Wasn't All Out in October? I don't think so. I, I it doesn't matter. Whatever it is, it's gonna be, it's gonna be it'll be midway between the 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 next two the next two pay-per-views. I'll look it up actually quickly. Why not? You know what I mean? So sure. we have AW the only reason I know that Full Gear is the is the um, fall one is because I went to Full Gear in 2019 and it's been around the same time every year yeah you're probably right i'm just double checking and i know revolution is the winter one so we're i mean we're left with all out and double or nothing well let's see I, the I, dates I, I just think it was all out first and then double or nothing is sort of following up on the all-in concept well after battle of the belts wait hold on a minute it's battle of the belts then we got double or nothing okay which is at which is on May 29th, 2022. After that, we got Fighter Fest, July 22. Well, that'll be July that's probably, 2022. That's probably the Saturday. That's probably going to be, that'll either be a special dynamite or that'll be the next Battle of the Belts 3 substitute. Well, it says here venue to be announced, city to be announced, coverage to be announced. And then after that, we have Fight for the Fallen in July again, in, which is weird. You know that that'll and be then, a two, that'll be a two week, you know, sort of like a Jericho cruise. 
shoulder kind of thing. Maybe. But then we move to All Out, which is September with a question mark. They haven't announced the actual date yet, but it will be somewhere in September. And the venue apparently is going to be Now Arena and the city of Illinois, obviously. and Well, not the city, the state of Illinois. And then after that, we got Full Gear in November. Wait, is... Which one is in September in Chicago? All out, all out. So that might be the new Japan AW rumored super show. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I mean that that will probably be, be that will literally be squeezed in, and I've got a feeling that. Well, we know new that Japan the Super Pet Show Eddie Kingston uh, challenged Toma Hiro Ishi at uh, Windy City. Did new Japan that Windy would City. be. That would be a fun match, but it'll be a chop fest, no doubt, and a headbutt fest for it sure. Seems like it would be a slow plotting meth match that would kill me. But I, <laughs> I, but I understand if 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 you if you like that sort of thing, that that's a match that, that people would be into. I mean, I understand uh, why no, other people uh, would be interested in it. I'm not honestly. I'm not the biggest fan of Kingston or Tomohiro Ishii. I mean, his, his chops, him and Christian give the worst chops in the business. <laughs> I mean, they go yeah, like, I don't like these chops. They're like that. They're, they're, it's it does like, like a like a cutting, like a yeah, like it's cutting like up onions or some it's shit. Like, it's like you're spanking a baby. It's like, it's like <laughs> yeah. terrible. Well, like I said, all out in September, full gear in November. Winter what? is coming in December, and holiday what? bash again. What's the December. opposite of Japanese strong style besides Japanese wheat style? Would it be like uh, soft style? I don't know, like uh, like Ber- Berkeley woke style. That that's that's Christian and Eddie Kingston's chops is Berkeley woke style. <laughs> God, well, I think that we can end it on that, actually, Jeff. So please, before we go, tell them where they can find you. Garden of Doom is my non-wrestling podcast. Just released a show with Ken uh, Goodsworth, best-selling author. His new book is UFOs in the Bible, so check that out. And I recorded this morning with Michael Hilliard of the Red Line podcast, a geopolitical podcast. So we talk about a bunch of things, including the stand, soft and hard power, the future of warfare in space, and why do Azerbaijanis and Armenians hate each other more than everyone else on Earth? Uh, and, uh, and a few other things, too. So uh, look for that one coming up. Garden Views is a more of a mainstream uh, show. We've been sort of plotting uh, federal law and international laws and how it might apply to space, but also had some issues like uh, how to sue spa- state sponsors of terrorism, uh, student loan laws. We've got a show upcoming on mental health law um, and things like that. So check that out. And Hammerlock Hangover is me and Big Daddy Cool, who is Vince McMahon's blood of his blood, already has all his bone mm-hmm. marrow in in his freeze t- freezer save for Vince McMahon. He keeps having more kids just to get all the blood types there. So whatever Vince McMahon needs, he can get. Um, and me, and we uh, fight a lot on, on the air. Um, so check that out, Hammerlock Hangover. And all of these shows are on the PWC. They should be on Hummy Media Group and Channel Attitude as well, especially since I haven't gotten that raise yet, Russo. <laughs> Have I made it to the official Hummy roster yet? Big Ray, are you listening? Actually, put, put me on yeah. there, man. Put me on Shout there, Shout out to the big fella, Big Ray himself, man. I miss you, bro. I mean, I, I don't, I don't back get to talk show. to the Ayatollah, but I can talk to Big Ray. I've made it. I made it to the capo status. Um, yalla, if, if yalla else, to the man himself, Bin Hamid. Just off Melt Smith, and we all know who Melt Smith is. Yeah, it's Jojo. <laughs> Melt Smith. Just you know what you can do, off. Jeff? You what? can pay. You can pay. You can pay the Ayatollah himself five dollars, so you can receive a slap. From the man himself. 
Uh, that sounds stupid. Look it up. $5 slaps, dude. People pay him to slap him. I'm not kidding. To <laughs> slap him or he slaps me? No, he slaps them. Well, I mean, if I'm paying $5, I should be the one giving the slap. <laughs> no, no, he's giving the slaps. And he'll take your five bucks. I don't on top like of this Sharia law thing. No, no. <laughs> That's professional wrestling Sharia law, Jeff. This is Tony Khan booking. Uh, you, uh, I'm running away from you, but I want a Texas death strap match. What? No. I, I, I reject this, this ridiculous offer. And all of you who paid to get slapped, that's goofy. I'll slap you for I kid free. you not, man. He makes a killing off those $5 slaps. I will slap you for free, people. <laughs> yalla, yalla to the chief. Being a mean once again. Anyway, yeah. please like and subscribe. Half price. There, half price. There you go. Please like and subscribe at channelattitude.com where you can find all these shows in video form and exclusively there on channelattitude.com. Brought to you by Hamid Media Group. And in saying that, Jeff, also, please like and subscribe at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com where you can find my show, Jeff's shows, Chris's shows, everyone's shows. And also, please like, also please like uh, myself on Twitter at the PWC Network and also at DJ Mass Effects. In saying that, I'm Jimmy T. He's Jeff Lippman, and you've been listening to the Battle of the Belts 2 Special Uncaged Edition. Peace. Stay evil, my friends.